It is indeed an honor and a joy to be here tonight. I can truly say that God is good. Amen. He's good. Or as uh, as my uh, daughter, Sarah, as the little girl said, Jesus is good. He's good. He's good. <laughs> Amen. To be here t- tonight is something where I don't have to put on. I don't have to make up. I don't have to try to make something. And you would know anyway, right? Because our, your pastors are very open. Uh, they're very transparent. Uh, they, they, don't, they don't put on, right? So tonight, I'm coming to you from the Word, and if you would turn in your Bible to Ephesians, the letter that Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus, and I'm entitling my message, To God Be the Glory. To God Be the Glory. Amen. Great things he has done. Great things he has done. Amen. To stand before you and to know his faithfulness that is displayed by simply you being here tonight. The fact that you're here shows God's faithfulness. The fact that you're honoring your pastors shows God's faithfulness. His faithfulness extends far beyond what we can ever understand on this side of eternity. So let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy, your love, your grace, your faithfulness to us, O God. We thank you, Lord, for your many, many blessings. We thank you that you have called each one of us by name. Lord, we've heard your call and we've come, Lord, hearkening to your voice and Lord, we are listening to hear, oh God, where you will direct us. And so we acknowledge you tonight, Lord. We acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge your glory. We acknowledge, oh God, that you love us. We acknowledge, oh God, that you have called, Lord, this man and this woman, oh God, into this place for a time such as this. And we thank you, Lord God, that Your callings, oh God, Lord, you go with your callings. You don't send people out to do things and then leave them by themselves. But Lord, you have your hand upon them, oh God, and that you lead them and that you guide them. Lord, their ears are open, oh God, to hear your voice daily, Lord. They didn't just one day hear your voice and then they haven't heard it since. But they hear your voice daily. They see you, O God, as you, Lord, are talking through the burning bush. They see you along the way, O God. Wherever you are speaking, O God, their ears are open to hear your voice. And they communicate that which you tell them to communicate. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight for your word. We thank you, Lord, that your word comes to pass It has always come to pass. It will always come to pass. Lord, what you have said, what you have, Lord, what you have ordained, Lord God, no man can thwart. The enemy cannot stop. So we thank you tonight, Lord. 
We thank you for this time. So bless, oh God, this message to our hearts. Lord, encourage, lift up, do what only you can do. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for it. Amen and amen. To God be the glory. It is because of him, the one who was able to keep you from falling, the one who works in us to will and to do his good pleasure, our strong tower, the faithful God, the one who loved us while we were yet sinners. It is him who gets the glory tonight. As I look around this room, I'm, I'm seeing the fruit of our son and our daughter. When I go on the mission field with them, I see the fruit of their labor. And all I can do is worship God. Why? Because God has been faithful to answer our prayers. Some of you saw the post that Pastor Benjamin put. He says that his mother and father brought him into the, back then I think it was called uh, Bethel Hall rather than Faith Hall. But whatever it was called, laid you underneath the piano so that you would be protected. And the one thing that you remember at that age is, Lord, use him for your glory. We have seen God's faithfulness as he has used our sons and our daughter for his glory. We pray that over our house. We pray that over this house. We pray that over your house. You see, when we pray for our sons and our, our daughter, we pray that God will use them for his glory. That means that God wants to use you and your house for his glory. By extension. Amen. And so I look around and and I say, God, you have done great things whereof we are glad. I was listening to a, a message that you preached last year. And you were preaching on the, the series about the soul. And as you were preaching, you were, you were talking about how that our souls, sometimes we are in the flesh. We're in the flesh, and, and we don't sometimes don't even realize we're in the flesh, and, 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 and we're just going on. But we're only in the flesh as long as we're concentrated upon ourselves. To God be the glory. Concentrating on him. When we move from concentrating on ourselves to concentrating on God. Being grateful for what he has, he has done. It moves our soul from the flesh to the spirit. And so I find myself sometimes. I, I, a Saturday, uh, Pastor Diane had to go to Chowchilla. She had to get up very early in the morning and, and leave and drive that two-and-a-half-hour drive, and then preach all day. She had a wonderful team with her. Some of them are here tonight. And, and they preached all day. And I was home supposedly getting ready for church. 
but I was in the flesh. And then your message spoke to me. I had to get out of the flesh. (laughs) And so I, I began to thank God. I developed a grateful heart. Do you know, as soon as I developed a grateful heart, I got so much energy, I jumped up out of bed. I started doing things. Man, I started getting all kinds of things together. That's what a grateful heart will do. You cannot stay in the flesh as long as when you start thanking God and you give him the glory, you start getting in charge of yourself. And you say, wait a minute here. I'm not going to stay there any longer. Amen. And so my my son's message ministered to me. You see. It ministered to me and and I was able to accomplish great things. I was able to get things together so that I could preach on Sunday morning. (laughs) Amen. And so I, I think about the things that God has done. I could tell you story after story about my kids, you know, stories about. Benjamin, did I ever tell you the story about? (laughs) Benjamin was a little bit younger than Alethea. He was, he he probably was not two yet, actually. Quite a bit younger than Alethea. He was probably not two, and I had a little half-pint can of yellow paint. And I was going to paint the knobs. Now, you've got to understand, we lived in a church house. Uh, And this house, they had come in and put, I don't know if you remember this, pumpkin-colored linoleum in the kitchen. That's right. Pumpkin-colored linoleum. So I said... Well, what can I do to kind of get things nice in here? And I had bought some wooden uh, knobs for the drawers and for the cabinets in the kitchen. And somehow in my bright idea, I bought a little can of yellow paint. And I was going to paint these knobs all yellow. That Boy, that probably would have been hideous. He saved us. He saved us. Benjamin got a hold of that. He got a hold of that can. And I said, Benjamin, put that down. (laughs) Benjamin. And he was running. And when I got close to him, he threw it. (laughs) And it hit just right so that the top burst off. And yellow paint went flying across. You know, I... I shampooed that carpet, and I shampooed that carpet, and I shampooed that carpet, and I shampooed. Give me back that water. What you? What? It, it, Dale is over here trying to talk. Take my water. Lord, have mercy. That, that, <laughs> 
I'm telling you, these are things that, yes, but God had his hand on them even at that young age. Amen? God had called him before he was born. Before any yellow paint or anything else, God's hand was upon him. I want to tell you that it is not by chance that any of you are here tonight. It's not by chance that you somehow heard of this church. It's not by chance that some of you are under the pastors here. It's not by chance. God has ordained these things. God has placed these things into being. God's plan is perfect. God's plan is there's nothing like God's plan. And he doesn't leave things to chance. You know, there's there's uh, some kind of doctrine out there. Well, you know, everything happens for a reason. I don't believe that. I don't believe everything happens for a reason in the sense that they mean it. They have taken the scripture from Romans 8 that all things work together for the good to them that are called according to his purpose. They've taken that and twisted it into something that is so carnal that it has no meaning in fact. We must be rooted and grounded in the doctrine that is presented here in the Bible. And your pastors... That's what they do. That's what they do. And so, if you'll turn in your Bibles to the book of Ephesians, I want to begin tonight in chapter 3, verse 20. I'm beginning tonight with a benediction. Some of you might say, Dale might say, Ooh, this sermon is going to be over before it begins. He's starting with the benediction. Verse 20. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever Oh, man. Hallelujah. Let's read it from the King James Version. Amen. You know, like the man said, he only reads from the King James because that's what Jesus used. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. The King James puts it this way. Now to him who was able to do exceedingly a Abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be the glory in the church by, by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now the Lord has had this scripture on my mind for several years now. I used to wonder, I can think of a lot of things that the Lord hasn't done for me. I can think of a lot of things he hasn't given me yet. But the Lord, as as time has gone, I began to think of things that God has done for me that 
I hadn't thought about, I had even dreamed about. When I was holding my first granddaughter in my arms, and tears were coming down my face, the same kind of tears that as I was holding my first child in my arms. And tears were coming down my face, and the joy that was within me, it was overwhelming. I hadn't realized that God was going to do it again. You know, I had three children, and then we got, we got another one there. We got a bonus. She's back in here somewhere, isn't she? Okay, amen. Yes. And, and to, to realize that, that grandchildren were going to give me that same joy. I said, God, you're, you're, I, I didn't think of this. You're, you're giving me things I'm not even thinking about. I haven't ever thought of this. I hadn't even dreamed about this. God, you're, 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 you're doing things that I, I, I didn't expect. And so I say, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Exceedingly, abundantly above. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I, as, if anybody is my friend on Facebook, you can look at, at, at what I put in, in the description. And I said, my wife and I are having the time of our lives. We have four children. And we have six grandchildren, and we are enjoying life to the full. We are going crazy just enjoying. When the kids call us up and say, come on over. When my, you know, when Charles comes over and he mows the lawn, I don't have to mow the lawn. (laughs) Woo, hallelujah. Exceedingly, abundantly more than I can think or ask. I never, you know, you know when, when, when Pastor Benjamin was driving down to Fuller Theological Seminary, and he's driving down, he's having these dreams about uh, uh, preaching to 10,000 people. We didn't dream that, yeah, maybe he's going to preach to 10,000, 20,000, 100,000, 200,000 people uh, above exceedingly more than I could even ask or dream of. Hallelujah. When I was in, in, in Ethiopia and I'm taking, I had a little Sony camera and I'm taking a video. I got to get a video of this. There was only a hundred thousand people there that time. And my son is preaching. When I'm driving through, you know, I'm driving through the city. Up to Luke Delam, and everywhere I see these posters. And you know, Pastor Benjamin, you know, he wasn't there. He was still in Medan. Then he flew to Gunusitoli, and he stayed up there, and he wasn't there. And everybody that saw me, they saw a bald head. <laughs> Botak. Right? And they saw this bald head, and they, looky, you're not Pastor Benjamin? You Pastor Benjamin? No. I mean, we went to places up uh, up in the mountains. You know, it took a four-wheel drive to get there. And they knew about Pastor Benjamin. 
That's the faithfulness of God. That's the faithfulness of God. To see the prayers of my mother and my my mother-in-law. To see the prayers of my grandmother. You know, to see that, I'm telling you, one grandmother laughed at us and the other grandmother prayed for us. One grandmother thought we were just a bunch of holy rollers. And the other grandmother said, God's will be done. But she still never dreamt what God was going to do. My grandmother, maybe in the spirit, God gave her a vision of something like tonight. But she couldn't dream, even dream of what God was going to do with our family. She couldn't dream to understand, come to understand in the natural what God was going to do. And so today, you know, I can only say to God be the glory. To God be the glory. When we think of of the things that we've, we've gone through and the places we've been, Sometimes I, I look at young people and, and they're struggling and, and, and they, they, they're having a hard time and they're going through things. And, and I just want to say to them, like I say to my sons, just hang in there because God's got you. He is faithful. I just want to say, look, look at us. We went through rough times. We've been through the waters, but they never overwhelmed us. We went through the fire, but it never touched us. We've been there. I just want to tell you, you have examples here because how many times has, you know, my son said, Dad, I saw what you and Mom did. I saw what you and Mom did, and and, and I liked that. You know? And to know that your pastor is, is humble enough you know, he's got a lot bigger church than we got, but he still calls his mom and dad and says, we need prayer. We need this. We need that. We need some advice. We need some counsel. We need to hear from God. And to, uh, uh, you know, for God to allow us to speak into his life. You know, to speak into Pastor Sonny's life and to, to say, Sometimes it's just the assurance. The assurance that God is, is still faithful. It's still faithful. And so we, we say tonight, as we honor, as we honor th- these pastors, we say, you know, I, I, I came here tonight and, the, and I believe that the Lord just desired that I just bring encouragement to the house tonight. As we honor your pastors, we honor God. As you honor your pastors, you are saying to God, you have done exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. And we thank you for that power that is at work in us. How great it is that through God's word, we see the faithfulness of to his people. We see his faithfulness 
year after year. We read the word and we see his faithfulness down through the centuries. We read the biographies of great men and and great women of faith who have trusted God down through the centuries and were encouraged. How great it is when we see great moves of God on TV and and something's happening here and something's happening there and, and God shows his faithfulness to the men and the women who shepherd those visions. But let us never forget. Let us never forget God's faithfulness here at home. Let us never forget what God is doing at 4550 San Pablo Avenue. Let us never forget how God is using this ministry to touch you and your family and countless others around the world. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Great things he has done. To God be the glory in the church. That we would shift our our thoughts. We would take our minds. We would... Take up our cross daily. What is our cross? Somebody said, oh, my cross is my job. No, that's not your cross. (laughs) Somebody else said, oh, my cross is my wife. No, that's not your cross. (laughs) My cross is my husband. No, that's not your cross. A preacher said this, and I really liked it. This is your cross. Your cross is where your will and God's will meet. And when you submit and allow God's will to take over, you're you're taking up your cross daily. Daily. See, the, you know, the Luke version says daily. You know, we like to to do the Matthew version because it left out the word daily, you know. So when we lay it down a little bit, you know, we, we, we daily, daily submitting our wills, submitting ourselves to God's will. It is only there that we can move into the spirit. It's only there that we can truly worship. God is looking for true worshipers, isn't he? Those that worship him in spirit. And in truth, it is in the spirit that we truly worship. You know, we can get our body in all kinds of doing all kinds of gyrations. But unless our spirits are connected, connected, right? Huh? Connected with the father. Because God is spirit. And so it has to be spirit to spirit. And when his spirit. And our spirit come together. That's when we can cry, Abba, Father. Amen. And so to God be the glory in the church. To God be the glory in your home when you're dealing with Bebe's kids. When the, those strong-willed kids, you know, strong-willed kids, you tell them to go left and they go right. You tell them to go straight and they they go backwards. That's right. You tell them to stop and they move forward. Right? 
but to God be the glory. In the home, knowing that he's faithful, knowing that he's faithful, to God be the glory on your job. Oh, my. Some people think that just means you preach all the time. You know, you, you preach without, without living the life. I, when, when Benjamin was young, I used to work in a bakery. And uh, in the bakery, uh, we made thousands and thousands of loaves of bread. And so, and it smelled good, but you know, after a while you couldn't smell it. Thousands and thousands of, of loaves of, of, of bread. And, and so this guy came along. And, and and he was preaching to everybody, just preaching to everybody. He, he wanted everybody to know he's saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, and that of a mighty burning fire until. What does the Bible tell us to do? That our good works will cause men to look to God and praise God. Well, his good works didn't show. The, the, the pans, the hot pans come around and we were, they, we were changing pans because we were changing the type of bread. And so they had to take the hot pans that came out and stack them. And they, as he was trying to stack them, they were, he was too slow and they were falling all over the place. And he was cursing up a storm. <laughs> and the... <laughs> And all those people that he had been talking to, they were laughing at him, just laughing. His testimony was ruined. All he had to do, he didn't have to tell anybody anything. All he had to do was live the life in front. Live that life in front of them and they'll know that there's something different. Our good good works are what's supposed to cause men to praise God, glorify our Father which is in heaven. On the job, in the marketplace, my wife is always telling me not to get mad at the cars that don't drive too well. She's always telling me, bless them, bless them, bless them. Cause my blood. But it's also... A witness to our children when we handle these things as we should and not get in the flesh, but stay in the spirit and we speak blessings over people rather than curses. We're being an example, a good example in front of our children. Amen. So I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I was a good example otherwise. <laughs> Never stole anything at the, at the supermarket. Made the kids always, you know, when they put something in their pocket, make them take it out and put it back. Right, Chris? You know, put it back. And, uh, yeah. But in the marketplace and in your relationships, glorify God in your relationships. Because it's him that is doing the work that is with us for his good pleasure. Oh, my goodness. Wherever we are in the Lord, 
whatever we do, do it as unto the Lord for his glory. The prayer that we have prayed consistently over our children. And God has brought it to pass. God, use them for your glory. And he's been faithful to do that. So we give him glory, praise, and honor. For he's worthy of our praise. Amen. Amen. God bless you.